The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Cowboys Storyline with Nick Eatman. What's up? It is Cowboys Storyline. It's Wednesday, November 22nd, getting closer and closer to tomorrow's Thanksgiving Day game against the Washington Commanders. That is right. Don't mess up the name. I'm sure I will at some point. I just That's why I just try to call them Washington. That's what they always have been, and that's what they'll be is Washington. So doesn't uh, it's easier to do that. Uh, we got a full show for you today. Uh, apologize for yesterday if, if those that that, uh, that logged on and got only half the show. We had a little technical issues there in the first half, so didn't didn't get a chance to record that second part. It's too bad. There were some there were some really funny moments in there, but uh, it's okay. We'll do it today. And uh, we'll get this thing rolling. So you guys know the drill. 888-855-2297. The text line is 817-290-3298. So one of our themes that we were talking about was, was you know, favorite Thanksgiving Day games and, and, and memories and, and, and things like that. And, and I I don't know if I gave mine yesterday or not. I don't think I did. So uh, if, we get, if we have time, we'll do that. But we want to just hear from you guys on whatever's on your mind. So let's just get it going here. Uh, James in New Jersey is our first caller. James, what's up? Look, my friend, um, I wanted to talk about the uh, secondary um, number two and number 28. I'm not doing anything for me, to be honest with you. And I think we should get Kwame a chance in that slot area. That gives you the option of moving him and Bland back and forth, depending on the matchups, number one. Uh, number 30, you should have him on the field more often because he can make plays. And number 20, he hasn't made a play in two years. So I think we should probably even think about putting these kids on the field once in a while just to give a different look for the opposing offenses to kind of worry about other options that we have in the secondary since those two gentlemen are not making any plays and haven't made any plays. Even though they get paid a lot of money, we understand why they want to keep on the field, but if they're not going to make any plays, the kids should get a shot. My main reason for calling, the tush push. I'm 15 minutes out of Philadelphia. I hear the crap every year. Mm -hmm. Anyway, they're not going to stop that play until somebody makes them stop that play. It's impossible to stop. They're always going to get the two yards. So if they're going to get the first down anyway, you – have your three interior linemen and your middle linebacker. As soon as the center goes to touch the ball, you push him right over on top of the quarterback. It's a five-yard penalty. It's offsides. You're going to get, they're going to get the first down anyway, but they're not going to stop that play until somebody makes them, and that play changes every single game because they get extra possessions from that game from that play every single game. They must stop it, okay? It is not rugby, it's football. There was a rule years ago when you couldn't help people all over the field like that. I have no idea whether the rule was changed. We never heard about it being changed. I don't know whether you ever did, but it's ridiculous, okay? It is absolutely ridiculous. It is not football, it's rugby. All right. All right. Thanks for the call, James. Um that's impressive. You had a lot of things to say, and I don't think you mentioned one player's name at all. Not everybody has a roster, so throwing out numbers and stuff like that, um, 
I'll, I'll paraphrase. Uh, you don't think Malik Hooker's made a play or Jordan Lewis, and you want Wanye Thomas and Mokwamu. I think he did say Mokwamu. Uh, Mokwamu's name. Um, but I don't agree with that necessarily. Um, my safety doesn't have to make a play all the time. That's not what I, that's not what my deep safety doesn't have to make a play. What I want him to do is not give up a play. That's what I think his role is. You got guys making plays at the front. You got guys making sacks. You got corners that are getting interceptions, some to score touchdowns, some to win the game like uh, Gilmore did. Malik Hooker's job is to make sure that he plays center field and the ball doesn't go over his head for a home run. That's what he's got to do back there. Um, making play, He has made a play, made an interception, made a nice play, I think, this year, um, a, a, an interception where he was on a different side of the field and, and went over. I, if I remember, maybe I have my years mis- mixed up. Um, but but uh, that's the main job for him is to, as a safety, get these guys lined up and making sure that, that everything stays in front and you, there's no bust, there's no breakdowns. Um, so I, I will disagree there. And I agree with you on the tush push. I think it's, it's, it's ridiculous. I don't think it's football. I've said it before. Um, you know, they, they call people for leveraging on a kickoff. You can't jump on someone's back to be taller. I don't know why you can push someone in the back to be stronger. That, that's the way it looks like, like for me. But every team in the league can do it. Not everybody has a center like Jason Kelsey and a quarterback like Jalen Hurts. It works for their personnel. Doesn't work for every team. Doesn't really work for the Cowboys. So it 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 just it doesn't it doesn't work for other teams. You can do it though, but I mean, but I do think the league will step in here at some point. I really believe that. All right, uh, Shelby in Virginia is our next caller. Shelby. Hey Nick, how you doing? Good. How are you doing? Doing great. I'm here with my dad. We've both been. Hey dad. Uh, hey. <laughs> hey Nick. <laughs> We've both been uh, reading and, and listening to you for, for well over a decade. Um, I don't have a question. I'll give my random player and then hand it over to my dad. Our right. random player is Danny Cole. Danny Cole, Virginia Tech. Wow. Good times. Yeah. I don't know if he ever played. I mean, I think, I think he was on the team, but I don't know if he ever, I don't know if he ever caught a pass. or in, Danny Cole. That's right. Yeah. A little fringe, yeah. I don't know if he made the roster, but, uh, but I'll hand it over to, to Dad. Okay. Hey. Hey, Nick, uh, first-time caller. I've been wanting to call for years, uh, but I, I can't put off night. There it is. There you um, go. But, but I have, like, a laundry list of things I'll try to catch up on. So, um, favorite player, uh, Bill Bates. I have one quick story about Bill Bates. I had a chance to meet him after the 90 Super Bowl and uh, after, after an interview uh, coach was on. And I went up to him, and I said, uh, I'd like to see his ring. And I thought he would just hold his hand out and show it to me. He took it off and handed it. Yeah. And let me look at it. I, I mean, it could have been a utility belt for me. It, 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 was, that, it was that big. Yeah. But great, great guy. Great opportunity. I'm happy to do that. Great player. Yeah. That's awesome. My, my random player is uh, somebody who was great whenever he got on the field, but unfortunately couldn't get on the field much. And that was Rolando McClain. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Yep, he was he was special. I mean, he he was a he was a he was a freak player. He really was. I mean, just how how big he was, but he was kind of slender, but he was really big and then he hit hard. Yeah, he was yeah, it's unfortunate that that his career didn't turn out a little bit better because he was definitely a great player. Yeah, absolutely. And and then just a couple of quick things here too. Um uh I wanted to uh ask a quick question about um, 
dang it, I'm forget. I'm sorry, I'm driving at the same time. Yeah, be careful. Be careful. Yeah. And, and what is your name? What is your name again? My, my name's Blair. Your name's Blair. Okay, we got Shelby and Blair. I'm counting this as two calls. I think I, I, we're, this is two because we're one on the first-time caller. So, yeah. Well, I tell you, it means a lot to us because up in Virginia, we had so much coverage even back in the 90s. We had a lot of fans up here, but it was always hard to get, uh, you know, good reporting and good news. And, yeah. And we would listen to you and, and Derek and, and Josh Ellis and <laughs> even – Vicky Spagnola and, all, and the whole crew. It was, sure. It's always such an encouragement. Well, uh, I you tell know. you, I tell you what, the most underrated state of Cowboy fans has always been Virginia. And yesterday, Virginia won on the most calls for each state. It was from, from Virginia. Uh, there's just a ton of fans, and I, I don't know exactly why. I don't know if it's just rebellious fans. That says, "Well, I'm not pulling for my dad's team in Washington. I'm pulling for the Cowboys." I don't know, but but you know, it, there's just a ton of Cowboy fans um, well, in Virginia. And, and it's interesting too because we are multi generational. Because uh, obviously Shelby is a fan in part because I, I'm a fan, and I became a fan. Uh, at the Super Bowl in 79, uh, where Jackie Smith dropped the, the touchdown pass, uh, I didn't even know much about football, but my dad was watching the game, and he was so distraught. And I, I just I asked him what was wrong, and he just looked at me, and he was like, the Cowboys just lost the Super Bowl. And um, and I said, Dad, why do you like the Cowboys? And he said he, said, uh, he, was a, he became a pastor late in life, and, and he loved Roger Staubach because he was kind of open about his faith and everything. And so he said that's why he, he loved the Cowboys. And he said, so I love the Cowboys. I love Roger Staubach, and they are America's team. And from that point on, I, I, couldn't, yeah. I couldn't like any other team. I, I can't explain it. And I'll say it again. It chooses you. <laughs> you didn't choose to be the Cowboys. It just it, it chose you. And that's awesome. Uh, absolutely. And I have other kids, and I'm, I, I, hopefully they'll never hear this, but uh, I gave them every opportunity to be Cowboy fans, uh, and they're they're just uh, – it didn't catch like with Shelby. So I'm, I'm very grateful yep. that they pass on that one tradition. Yeah. Well, I have an eight-year-old son, too, and you know, he knows Dak, and, and he knows maybe Micah Parsons, but he's not really he's not really into it. So that's okay. Maybe maybe he will over time. You know, maybe it would help if I actually got to sit and watch games with them. But I haven't been able to do that, which is good and bad, I guess. So all right. Much happy Thanksgiving. Thanks, guys. See you guys. That's two callers right there. Two callers: Shelby and Blair in Virginia. So Virginia takes the lead again. All right, this is awesome. Keep rolling here. Let's go, Rod, in El Dorado, Kansas. Rod, yes. How you doing, man? Yes. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. What's up? Hey, well, I'm calling back. Um, feeling better today than the first time I called you, so I wanted to All right. just uh, chime in on a couple things. First, my Thanksgiving Day uh, game memory. A mm-hmm. um, lot of memorable games, but uh, as a kid, I remember that in late 70s, early 80s, Cowboys played the Oilers um, on a couple of Thanksgiving Day games. One of them in particular sticks in my mind. Um, I believe it was 78 or 79 when they played, uh, and uh, Earl, Earl Campbell, Campbell just went off on the – he went off on the Cowboys. Yeah. 100, I want to say 180 yards. I mean, just ridiculous. Well, and, um, here's what I know about that game. Wade Phillips was like a defensive coordinator for his dad, Bum Phillips, or he was on the staff yeah. at least. 
And he talked about that game, it felt like about five or six times when he was the head coach here. Always talked about, well, Earl Campbell came up there in 1980. It was 1980, I believe, when that happened. So, yeah. Okay. Yep. Again, well, and, you guys and, always and talk about remember. losses. Any wins? Anybody excited about a win? <laughs> Any memorable wins? Well, yeah. Yeah, and what, what the other thing that sticks out about that game is what he said after uh, Bum said afterwards. I, he um, he said if uh, the Cowboys are America's team, then the Oilers must be Texas's team. Mm. Um, mm. I'll have to go back and check exactly if that if it was reference to that game or not. But uh, that just sticks in my mind. Particularly, I was in a room full of relatives from Texas that just uh, and then they, they weren't were, Cowboys, and fans. then they moved. They, yeah, so, no, but, uh, that was seventy nine, nineteen seventy nine. Yeah, seventy nine. Okay. Well, the, the the second thing I uh, just wanted to get your opinion on, you know, against this last game against Carolina, uh, seemed like Carolina that one drive in particular just running the ball down Dallas's throat, mm-hmm. and and um, you know, and I'm. <laughs> If the game's still in doubt when they get to seventeen ten, I mean it's not in doubt, but it, it just makes you a little nervous. And I, right. I, I, I guess my thought is, and I want to get your opinion. What's, I if 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 Washington will stick to their game plan, I think they can run the ball against the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what's what's uh, Dan Quinn? Uh, what do you think he's going to draw up if they choose to do that? Because right now they're not. They're still not stopping the run the way they need to. I, you know, he, mm-hmm. Quinn's always said you you're in the right to rush the passer, but uh, if if they, you know, unless Washington gets out of that game that game plan, I think that that's a strategy against the Cowboys. I'll right. I'll hang up and okay. listen to your opinion. I think I think the key. Thank you, Rod. I think the key is uh, on offense. I think that's the key. I mean, you you got that's how you get them out of out of running the balls by keep scoring points. I mean, this is this is a team. That you know is second in the NFL and points scored uh, at thirty point two. I think the Cowboys and the Dolphins are the only teams over thirty points a game. That's what you got to do. That's what happened in Carolina. You got know, you got to keep scoring points. Now I know that's not always the solution. You'd like to stop the run. You like to do both, obviously. Um, but that that's the biggest thing you can do is is, is keep put, putting up points. And yeah, I think there needs to be some some discipline there um, for these pass rushers that are trying to get there, stay home. I mean, the first thing they've got to do is stop the run. I mean, some of these guys are just blowing right past the running back, and and, and you know, and not not um, you know taking the fake and, and everything like that. Um, so that that's the key. I mean, they, they do have to be uh, better at stopping the run. It starts up there with the, at, up front. Uh, these guys in the middle, of these defensive ends. You know, a lot of times too. They'll put these ends inside. Tank will do it. Dorrance Armstrong will do it. Of course, Micah's in there. You know, to try to get the most pass rushers you can have on the field, but that also leaves you, you know, um, vulnerable for the run. So it's it's a it's a chess match, and 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 Washington will probably come in here and try to run the ball. But remember, their quarterback leads the the league in in, in passing attempts, completions, touchdown. I mean, I'm sorry, interceptions. And um, and sacks. So I mean, like they they do throw the ball a lot because they get down. So they try to run the ball, and you know we'll see if that if that, if that happens here in this game. All right, Michael in Bowling Green, Kentucky is next. Michael, what's up? Well, as Nate Juden said, not even worried about the Washington whatevers. <laughs> but uh, I got a couple moments you were talking about the other day. Yeah. Uh, one, I mean, I know you're, you'll know what year both of them were. I don't 
remember. Okay. One, I, I was, I was, I think I was like twelve or thirteen years old. It was on Thanksgiving. Not a favorite moment. The outcome was, but I remember it very, very well. Dallas was playing Philadelphia. I think Randall Cunningham. He steps back first series. Steps back, throws the ball like a hundred yards. I'm thinking nobody catching that. Well, Mike Quick did and got a touchdown. But the rest of the game, Dallas. I don't think I don't think Philadelphia scored again. Dallas ended up winning that game. And the uh, the other one is the is the the third and forever and backed up on their own goal line. Dallas had ten players on offense and Tony Dorsett runs ninety nine yards. Okay. Yeah. We were we were talking about Thanksgiving memories. Um yeah. you're just throwing out memories, which is fine too. But uh the Thanksgiving memories since it is Thanksgiving, we talk about that. But yeah, the game you're referring to nineteen eighty two season, the ninety nine yard touchdown run, and then I believe what you're talking about I think I think I don't think it was Randall Cunningham. I think you're talking about the nineteen eighty three game against the Eagles that the Cowboys win thirty seven to seven and I believe Ron Jaworski hit Mike Quick Ron right Jaworski. off the bat. Okay. Right off the bat for a touchdown and then the Cowboys won thirty seven straight points and beat them thirty seven to seven. But yeah. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. I wasn't sure about the Q B but I knew it was Mike Quick. Yeah. But, I think that's know, right. Eighty three. Yeah. You're I'm I'm certain you know, you're right. But you know, people call in; they have memories, and then they're they're kind of wrong, kind of like mine was. The question I got though is this: uh, the the linebacker, uh, Shaq uh, Leonard, yeah, is it zero percent chance that we'd be able to get him, or is there any chance? Oh, I mean, I, I wouldn't say zero percent chance, but I, I, you know, it's a it's. Other teams are going to have to, you know, get in there as far as a, a waiver claim, um, and they put those claims in. I guess until three o'clock today. I think that's how that works. I have a hard time thinking that he'll go all the way through to the Cowboys. Um, there's some money involved there. Uh, there's about six million dollars, I believe, that, that you have to take on the hook. Um, but I'm sure, you know, this is probably a lot of teams doing their homework. Like, what's going on with this guy? Because if you're going to make a move like that, it's got to be a long term. It can't just yeah. be for this year. So um, it's a, it was very interesting. It's an odd it's an odd move as well. Um, yeah, I think there's I'm sure there's a lot of teams that were like, hey, I'll take a young a, a young linebacker that's good that 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 we need to pay. So I yeah I just I have a hard time thinking it would get to the Cowboys. But if it, if he does. Oh. It would make sense to me. It's a position of need. It's a position you're probably going to draft next year. It's a really good player. Seems like a stand-up player. Are you, are you, I mean, he gets cut and he goes and delivers turkeys like like later that day because he said he was going to do it. I mean, like that's odd, but but that's pretty cool. If that's the story, again, I don't know the whole story of this. I just know really good football player and wants to be paid well, like a lot of them do. So we know this afternoon. I think so. I think this afternoon he'll get claimed by somebody, I would imagine. All right, so, appreciate it. All right. Got to answer the phones over there. Got phones ringing over here. Got phones ringing back here. We got All right, let's go to Florida. Dylan is in Northport, Florida. What's up? Yes, sir. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Hey, I think Bill Bates is like the people's champ, dude. That's the name I keep hearing all the time. <laughs> they love him. They love him because, you know, I mean, he was – some of these people were faster than him. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, like, you know, football speed. Football speed. I, I, I'll never forget there was this video somebody did on um, 
on Dick Butkus that said if he ran the 40-yard dash, it would take him three days. But from sideline to <laughs> sideline, he was the fastest player on the field. And I think, like, Bill Bates, you know, kind of was, was one of those kind of guys. Probably didn't test really well, like, in the 40 and then the pro days and all that kind of stuff. Didn't get drafted on a 15-round draft. You know, didn't get drafted. But yet, when it was time to go down there and lay it on the line and, you know, cover a kickoff or a punt, nobody was faster. You know, I think it changed the way the game was, too. I mean, he put more emphasis on special teams. It was the first pro bowler. Uh, special team player. So, yeah, I mean, he, he was a difference maker. And, yeah, he was the people's champ. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. And, uh, you know, regarding Shaq Leonard there, the last caller, I got a buddy. He's a Colts fan, pretty smart dude. And, um, you know, Shaq, injuries have kind of taken his toll. You know, they cut him for a reason in the middle of the season. And, uh, you know, the hopefully, and it would be cool if he's able to get here, you know, get past waivers, all that. But I'm nervous that the money he's going to want is uh, going to be too much. It's not going to be worth it. It's It's more of a name man uh, a key player but if you can get him cheap enough to be definitely some some good depth there uh and then i have a question for you who does sounds of the sideline for you guys because it's legit yeah yeah it's a guy by the name of alex Lilly. he uh yeah he's been here four or five years now maybe five um and uh, he works he works in our uh tv department and uh but does a lot of things but yeah he um he's, he's very creative with that uh yeah, everybody loves the parentheses. You know, that's that's what that, that's what makes it. And, and you got to be you got to be looking for it because it happens so fast. But it's the parentheses for me, and I know a lot of people think it's it's yeah, it's it's great. I mean, it's great Coach, access. Uh, Coach Dirt, uh, how do you say his name? Dirt, dirty, dirt, dirt, dirty. Uh, yeah, British. Aiden, yeah. Aiden, Aiden, yeah. dirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hysterical. The font. The, the font. font gets me every the time. font change. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a. Uh, <laughs> It's legit, and I, and I tell you what, I mean, it, and it, when it doesn't go up, you know, like right away because he's got so much stuff going on. When it doesn't go up right away, I mean, the fans are, are you know, they're asking Derek for it. I know we we put we we just I think we just put one out. I think today, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Also yeah. was cracking me up, man. Also, also the character. I didn't realize yeah. how funny he was. Yeah, no, it's 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 yeah. good stuff. It, you know, he does, and and we we make a commitment to it. You know, I mean, it's that's. We got two people on that every game. You know, we got somebody's arms are falling off because they are holding a boom pipe, you know, <laughs> you know, the boom pole for that long. I mean, I mean, it's it's really tough. But I mean, we commit to it because we know it's really good content and it's probably one of the best pieces we do. So yeah, that's that's yeah, uh, that's what sure. we do there, and and, and it sure. also helps to win. Another reason to root for them to win because we don't put it out when they lose. Yeah, no, no doubt. Um, the real quick about Washington, uh, you know, the the other caller there said that they, you know, he's nervous they're going to run the ball. They definitely can run the ball if they want to. The problem is they get away from it all the time because their defense is so bad. They're, they're like fourth in the league in sacks, but they obviously just lost a couple key pieces there with uh, with trades. So I don't know if that number is really accurate or not. But yeah, they get down quick. So you know, Sam and I like watching Sam Howell play. Man, he's gutsy, he's gritty, but um, he likes to throw the ball to the other team too. So should be a fun game. I think it's going to be closer than uh, you know a lot of people think. Uh, the the stats indicate that it shouldn't, but <laughs> I think it's going to end up being a closer game. And I'm going to go uh, I'm going to go 24 to 17 Cowboys will be my final score cool. for that one. Cool. That sound, that uh, seems like the score I'm going with. I mean that that seems like the halftime score for me because I'm going I'm going with a lot of perks in this game. There's going to be some. 
going to be some points. I just feel like, and I do think Washington will come in here and play well. You know, I think that happens a lot on Thanksgiving. Um, you know, Cowboys haven't had a ton of success here at AT&T Stadium. Uh, you know, haven't won two in a row uh, at AT&T Stadium on Thanksgiving. So last time they did that, it was Texas Stadium. So they need, to, they definitely need to um, to step it up, win this game uh, to get to. But eight and three, is that right? Eight and three. Um, that would be big if they could do that. But you know, it's gonna, it's they're gonna have to, they're gonna have to, you know, move the ball and, and score points on on offense and, and stop that run and get them out of doing what they want to do and run the ball. All right, let's go to Sebastian in Savannah, Georgia. Sebastian, good morning. Good morning. What's up? Uh, this uh, Washington team, I watched all their games. They're very, very inconsistent, but they're not a bad team. Right. It makes no sense. They play great teams to the yeah, buzzer. They're weird. And then they get smacked by teams that are lesser than them. Like they lost by like 20 to the Bears, and mm-hmm. they gave up six turnovers to the Giants this previous week. But this isn't a bad team. And one thing they do well that we have a weakness against is they actually run the ball well, mm-hmm. and they get the ball to the running backs well. Uh, they have weapons. It's very confusing how they have so many weapons. Even after giving away the defensive weapons that they did during the trading, they're still playing really well on defense. That's probably the better part of their team. So we need to come in here and just get it done. And then as fans, we got to just give it to the Eagles. They're playing very well. It's amazing how they just managed to come out with all these wins. They're 9-1. and one. we got to respect them until we can beat them. Yeah. When they come here to our house, I'd love to beat them then, but I'm more importantly, I want to beat them in the playoffs. So I don't care what happens next time. I want to beat these guys in the playoffs. I want to beat these big teams in the big games at the end of the year when it's when it's everything on the line. Right. Uh, you know. Other than that, we're like eight and two against them in the uh, Thanksgiving Day games. I don't see this changing. So I'm going to give my score prediction. I think we get out of there. 31-17. I do think that they score because they move the ball. Uh, Sam Howe is not. He's not a guy who gives up. He moves the ball pretty well. Uh, and then that's it. I like hang. Oh, right. real quick. What are some of your favorite? Thanksgiving Day game memories. Yeah. And I'll okay. hang up and listen. All right, Sebastian. Appreciate that. Good good stuff. Um, let's let's go to break. Let's go to break real quick since we have an open phone line. Let's go to break. I got some memories. I'll I'll share them and we got another caller on the line. We'll be right back here on Cowboy Storyline. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Cowboys fans, after that move, we've just coined the term Rowdy Replay. Let's roll back the tape. Okay, there's our mascot Rowdy cheering on the boys. And now he's on his phone, on his Bank of America mobile banking app? Staying on top of his finances with his virtual financial assistant, Erica. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive. Cowboys fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking. Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome back into Dear Doctor, the show where I answer life's questions with an ice-cold can of Dr. Pepper. Sheila, let's hear from our next caller, would you? Dear Doctor, my friend supported me during a tough time, but what's the right gift that says, thanks for being a shoulder to cry on? Okay, this one's easy. I say give her a delicious Dr. Pepper. Nothing says, thanks, girl. Better than a -a one-of-a-kind soda. Yes, any Dr. Pepper flavor will do. Now, just a reminder that I don't need to be a real doctor to know that Dr. Pepper... 
is the one you deserve. They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find a location near you. Back, back to Cowboys Storyline. All right. Hey, Chris, we're back here on the Cowboys Storyline. I'm bringing Brian Broaddus in real quick. I know that messes up your – there you go. You got this thing going. We did some memories. Uh, we're doing Thanksgiving memories, and I was about to throw out three or four here. But Broaddus comes in, and he goes, yeah. I go, you got one? He goes, yeah, 74. I'm like, yeah, 74, of course, yeah. Clint Longley. But how was that pass, Brian? Never saw it. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, there's two things that have happened in my life now. Um the world. I missed the Garcia home run, and I was at the game. Oh, this you were at game one. Yeah, one. Yeah, the the game that the game that uh, the Rangers Seager. Yeah, and then Did you see that. No, I was. I went to the car because I listened to Rangers baseball, mm-hmm. and uh, I was. You know, I felt superstitious, and so I. Well, you probably I, helped them then. Maybe you. I, I them. yeah, I did, but it it, it broke a it broke a rule. That I had Thanksgiving Day of 1974, and that was I left early. My grandma and I went to the game together, and our family was in the restaurant business. And Morton's Foods was a group that had a bus that used to go to Old Texas Stadium. So if you bought product from them, you could ride this bus to Texas mm-hmm. Stadium. And it so happened, you know, it was one of those things. Staubach gets knocked out. Mm-hmm. We're sitting there kind of like, oh, no, what's going on? My It's gran- cold. It's cold. Yeah. My grandmother goes, what do you think? And I'm like, well, let's just go. We'll get early. We'll go get on the bus. And nobody's getting on the bus. And then the uh, next I- thing you know, everybody comes from the game and like, what happened? Uh, Clint Longley threw it to Drew per- And I'm like, and I said, never again. And then I just broke that you broke that. that promise I, I used to never leave games early yeah. never but that was i had a lot of thanksgiving memories because a season ticket holder for 20 years yeah at texas stadium and have a lot of memories of uh coming to green bay coming to the oh, packers yeah. and you know that's jason garrett that's then, the game i was i had written down did for you? me because just because anything you want to say about green bay was bad that day <laughs> well you know the thing about that was couldn't cover anybody you didn't like you didn't have the internet, you know, and, right. and so you didn't, you know. I was I was in college, and so like Thursday comes quick, and then you're like, right. wait, Aikman's out and Pete's out. Like yeah. who's this? And like, oh yeah. man. And it was just as bad. The first half was like, this isn't good. But then the second half, it was just it was, bombs it away. Was, it was crazy. And, and I, you were you were down on the sideline. I was on the sidelines. Yeah, for Green, on, Bay? for Green Bay. Came here a lot of times and left yeah. here. Uh, you know, but yeah, a lot of lot of Thanksgiving memories. Um, 
The one I wasn't a part of, I'm sure you're going to talk about the uh, the Leon Lett game. Yeah, it's been mentioned a lot. I mean, last yesterday. With the sleet storm and all that stuff like that. Crazy right. how that all happened. Yeah, just weird, you know. I, and it's too bad, too, because the Kevin Williams punt return where he, yeah. you know, he's sliding in. Yeah. You know, yeah. that was yeah. pretty cool. But it was everything, everything is just, yeah. you know, remembered from well, the, the Leon game. I know you got to do the rest of the show. I do enjoy the work awesome. you do. And thank, thank you for always uh, bringing up old, like, I say, I listen to him like yeah that that remember that yeah you know, is going to games and stuff with the cowboys so that's awesome all happy right thanksgiving Brian. everybody we'll uh, be next after yep, you today. yep you guys are coming all up right. right here got a full show uh here last one before the uh the game tomorrow and so everyone yeah. everyone's listening to your report because they're like this team can run the football they run the football washington if you yeah. if they run it well the, and if they run it that's yeah. the problem is will uh you know will eric the enemy lean on some if they try and make this a passing game they can't. The, the commanders can't block on the left side. Right. It, the, the one thing that they really, really struggle with is movement with an off. Excuse me, with the defensive line, and the Cowboys. The way they play their twist fronts, you know, the the, the interchange, the two man down, one man over the top things. You know, that's a problem for teams to block. And but the one thing the commanders can do is run the ball, and they don't. You know, don't, they just yeah. they don't do it. They Brian Robinson's it. tough and. You know, we'll see how that all plays yeah. tomorrow. I think in a short week, you got to give it a chance. I don't know how you look at D- Dallas's tape and defensively and think, oh, yeah, good idea. Let's throw the ball. Throw it at Bland. Spe- <laughs> yeah, throw it Bland, especially with a quarterback that loves to throw it to the other team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a lot yeah. of Gibson, a yeah. lot of Robinson. Thank all you, right, man. Appreciate Thanks, you. Brian. Thank good you. stuff. Brian brought us there. He's Like you said, he'll be on the break here. Got some stories. Uh, and also, don't leave early. Don't leave early. Even though, you know, you say that, Brian, uh, you know, You've left a lot of games early in the ninth inning or eighth inning, and it was twelve to two, and it ended up being twelve to two, and you beat traffic, and it was good. But that time I shouldn't have left. Yeah, right. All right. That's Brian Broadus. Uh, good, good story. Always, always got some great stories. I mean, I'm gonna have him on here again, and he's gonna tell the story about when he had to go um, give tickets for Bill Parcells. That one's that's one of my favorites of all time. All right, good stuff. We got two callers on the line here, Steve in New York. So, Steve, what's up? Hey, what's going on, Nick? You ever left the game early? No, never. <laughs> no, okay, cool. Never. I have. I mean, I've, I've done. I don't know if I've I've been burned like that, but I know I've left some games early. But anyways, I, I've never. Even, I won't even shut one off. I've just that's you no? know forty five years of fan. Oh, well, that's I, just me. Well, I shut them yeah, off. I, I'll, I'll turn. That, it. Yeah, that uh, story that uh, Brian was telling was a uh, Clint Longley, right? Yeah. The, the strange thing there, uh, he, he got cut. He sucker punched. I'm sure you know the story. Yeah. Roger Stoff back like a year or two later. Yeah, punched him in I the mean, face. That's just yeah. Wild. That is just I know. one of the wildest stories. And, and, you know, and he's, he's a like mysterious, like, there was never really been stories on him. Like, like no. he, he just gone. You know, like, like, a footnote. that was the perfect word to describe him. I think they, in NFL films, they called him. He was just a footnote in Cowboys. Yeah. That's Pretty that's the thing. Was. He was just a backup quarterback that won that game, and then he also is the guy that you know hit Roger Straub back in the face, and that and, and that'll get you cut. I mean, if you want to find much. ways to get yourself removed from the team, go punch the All American quarterback in the face, and then then you'll you'll find yourself out. So exactly, exactly. I just wanted to throw this thing because I was thinking about this. I know that some people, you know, maybe more than some, get on the quarterback or our quarterback, but. If you go back, and I know you you remember this period too, do you know from uh, because the Cowboys think about how great the Cowboys tradition is on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You know, for four straight years, our starting quarterbacks on Thanksgiving were and I'm 
this is consecutive. Ryan Leaf, Chad Hutchinson, Quincy Carter, and Drew Henson. Not Drew Bledsoe, <laughs> Drew Henson. Do you remember that? Well, you could just make five in a row and make, and make it Drew Bledsoe, right? And- <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I... I like to think he, you know, at least. Oh, because uh, he, he's too good to fit the narrative here. I, I get what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah. <laughs> little bit, but oh, that was 2001 that. to 2004. I think so. Yeah, I, yeah, I think you're right. What yeah. are the records in these games here? I mean, um, they lost to Denver. Think... Ryan Leaf game in 01, lost to Denver. 02 was was Chad. They won that. They game. actually uh, they won that game and uh, they lost to the Dolphins, I believe. 03 was Quincy, and they won in 04. So they won in 04, but he pulled. I think Parcells. He pulled him. Pulled That's that. right. Vinny Testaverde finished that game. Yeah, because yeah, Henson threw a touchdown pass to R.W. McCorders, who doesn't play for the Cowboys. So yeah, that right. that exactly. that changed. Yeah, exactly. Others, yeah. you know, the other storyline of that game, that 04 game against uh, the Bears. Do you remember that one? Um, and that, yeah, I'm sure if, if 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 you mentioned it, what it was uh it was the starting running backs were brothers. Uh, Thomas Jones for the Julius. Bears and Julius Jones right. for the That's for the right. Cowboys. Julius Jones. He had a nice touchdown that game. I think. Yeah, he did. I remember. He did. Had a little nice little forty yard run, whatever. Yeah, I remember. That was that was a cool game. Um, it was a lot of stories. <laughs> Got some yeah, stories. Real quick, my random player is Reggie Swinton, only because I remember on Thanksgiving a punt return and a backflip, which I pretty much think he did. After every touchdown, he only scored a few. I loved Reggie but, uh, Swinton. Yeah, I mean, right? love that's a great one. Great name right there, Reggie Swinton. Loved Reggie Swinton. He was he was awesome. Yep, and, he did. And just my pick is going to be thirty-one sixteen. Okay, not a blowout, only because I've seen too many weird things happen on Thanksgiving. Fair, um, that's <laughs> fair. Washington. Yeah. All right. All right. Everybody have a great holiday there, man. All right. Thank you. Good stuff. A lot of good names there. All right. Let's keep it rolling. Jeff in Maryland is next. Jeff. Uh-huh. Happy Thanksgiving. You too. How are you? I am living the dream. I'm a first-time caller. Ding. You read? Yeah. I yeah, there you, go, yeah. There, you go, there you go. 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 That's what I wanted. Thank you, Chris. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I've been a fan so long that I used to get the Dallas Cowboys weekly. official weekly mm-hmm. delivered to my home here in Maryland. And uh, one time I talked about this new website, DallasCowboys.com, and I've been – Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. The weekly mention in the website? Yes. Oh. Yeah, it was back when the internet first came out at www.dallascowboys.com. That's interesting. And ever since then, I I listen to every podcast, I watch every video, I, I read every article. That's just where I go. I don't go anywhere else for any information about the Cowboys. And, uh, uh, we appreciate yeah, so that. I don't, I wasn't able to listen while I was holding, so I don't know if I'm totally off topic, but I just, uh, I'm thankful for Jerry Jones because I'll tell you what, I'm worried about Washington being competitive in the future because Dan Snyder's no longer the owner. Because while he was the owner, they weren't going anywhere. Right. And um, so, yeah, so that was my question. You've read my text before, um, I send you questions. So, yeah, so favorite Cowboys stallback, throwback, Doug Cosby. Hmm. Random Demetrius Underwood, Underwood wrestler Bruno San Martino. Okay. And um, uh, so my question was, is Dan Schneider just the worst owner in the history of the NFL, or was he only the worst owner while he owned the Cowboys? I mean, the, the commanders. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't rank the other owners and things like that. I kind of, <laughs> I, I kind of like the fact that, you know, they were uh, – 
they were a show for sure. I mean, they they weren't, uh, you know, they they'll be better than that, um, and and probably be competitive, and you know, and, and think about what they're doing. They're making trades. They're 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 getting more draft picks. That you know, it's not going to be a Herschel Walker yeah. type thing, but they you know they traded Sweat, they traded Chase Young, you know, they, they're adding some some draft picks here. So you know, I would expect them to be pretty competitive here at some point. Right, yeah. The um, and the other thing, like the stadium, like if you ever been to the stadium that Washington plays at, it's just yeah, it's they, turning into a sinkhole. Like I've been to A uh, and T and T Stadium, and it's just like I went to the game one night and then went to the tour the next day, and you could not tell that the game had been played there the night before. Yeah, it was just so clean and it's brand new and it's beautiful and there. And I know Jerry's always updating it and, and improving it and. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So this 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 Thanksgiving, I'm thankful for God, my family, the Dallas Cowboys, and Jerry Jones. Wow. Okay. Yeah. When you were on hold, nobody else said that. I can promise you that. So yeah. <laughs> or ever. So that's awesome. Hey, and 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 it's not if they lose, I love them. It doesn't matter. And then, and if you're a cowboy, I love you. <laughs> and uh, so I totally, you know, I, and in the draft class is going to be just fine. They just need time to develop. So. Awesome. Anyway, you have, All right. you have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you. I appreciate you taking my call. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Yeah, no one has said, you know, God, family, and Cowboys, Jerry, or Demetrius Underwood for that matter. So good stuff. All right, Robbie in Florida, you're next. What's up? Hey, Robbie. Hey, man. Sorry I cut you off a couple about a week ago. Phone died. Oh, that's okay. We, we've we slept well since then. We, we, we've, we've forgiven you. Um yeah, I don't even remember that honestly. Um, you know, we have all all kinds. We have some issues every now and again. Didn't even didn't even notice. Robbie, what you got though? Don't cut us off today. Uh, I won't. Favorite wrestler, Jake the Snake. Yes. Name my kid after that. Yeah. Did you? Well, his name is Jacob. We call him Jake the Snake. I mean, yeah, my my, my buddy Chris definitely calls him Jake the Snake. So for sure, uh, he's afraid of snakes, but like, aren't we all? But yeah, yeah, he <laughs> yeah. likes them. All right, favorite cowboy. Can I tell a real quick story? Go for it. It might have been 81 or 82, and uh, Randy White was at this pro amateur tennis thing in, in Miami Beach, where I grew up. Okay. And I met and I was watching the water, and he came up and said, hey, why aren't you watching tennis? I said, oh, I don't, I don't really like sports. I like to fish. And he's like, I love to fish. <laughs> and he talked to me for about 45 minutes about fishing until people came and got him and said, hey, son, if you ever like sports and like football, like the Dallas Cowboys, I'm Randy White, the man, sir. And, it was just so cool and down to earth. Talked about bass. Wow. That's well, Randy, Randy White number one. That is the uh, most random story of all time because I wonder how much money it took to get Randy White down there for a tennis thing, and then of course he obviously wasn't caring because he trickles off here and now he wants to do fishing and then football and yeah, an interesting story. Cool. Yeah. All right. Pretty cool. Um. I'm just thankful for everything you guys do, man. I love this guy's show. I always tell you that. And, Thank and you. Score prediction is, uh, I think it's going to be closer than we'd like, 24-21. 24-21. I think the, the commanders always put up a tough game. Interdivision match is always tough. Yeah. Yeah. Glad to see our getting some feet. Yeah, I mean – you know, I, it's funny. I'm looking here on NFL Network. They're showing the Clint Longley pass here. It was a great play. Pearson caught it. Hey, Broadus, Pearson caught it. He caught it. They win. So, um, yeah. Missed that. <laughs> uh, all right, Robbie. Got anything else? 
Oh, man, have a great Thanksgiving. Let's hope we win, man. We'll talk to you next week sometime. All right. See you later. All right. They're showing highlights of uh, memorable Thanksgiving Day games. And, you know, this will be 98. It was my first Thanksgiving to cover uh, the Cowboys, and it was the Randy Moss game. And uh, the first touchdown of the, of the game was a flea flicker. Gave it to Robert Smith, pitched it back, flea flicker, touchdown. It was one of three. You know, Randy, they only held Randy to three catches that game. They only had three catches. Of course, they were all touchdowns, and they were all over 50 yards. Um, but other than that, you know, they held him in check pretty good. Um, it was a wild, crazy game. It's one of my favorites that I can remember to cover uh, for the Cowboys. It was the, it was the first one. But, um, yeah, I had some others over, over the years. Just remember, you know, I, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you a quick story real quick. We living in Oklahoma, 1988, and we were driving down to Dallas for the weekend for Thanksgiving. We had tickets to the game, and we got about an hour down the road and realized we did not have the tickets. The tickets were sitting on the kitchen table. Uh, this is obviously way before phones and everything's on your phone and all that. No, you have to have your damn ticket. And we turned the car around. And we got the tickets. I don't know how far we would have been, whether we would have said, nah, forget it. But we went and got the ticket, came back, and watched the Cowboys play the Houston Oilers. And they lost. It was a close game, but they lost. And uh, and that was that was during the 3-13 and season. But, yeah, we almost missed it because we left the tickets on the table. Uh, but we were able to watch it. And then I was there the next year for the Bounty Bowl, Cowboys and, uh, and Eagles in that game. So, uh, good stuff. All right, Chad in Utah is our next caller. Chad, what's up? Chad, hey, uh, long time listener, first time. First time, caller. that's right. I haven't, I haven't written down Utah that many times, so pretty awesome. Chad in Utah, first time. How you doing? So I'm doing good, man. Hey, Nick, great show. Listen, uh, uh, Cowboys player, and I don't know if anybody said this guy yet, but it's a it's a disservice if they haven't. If I missed it, I apologize. But Demarcus Ware, man, like consummate professional, one of the best players to ever do it at his position. Uh, Got to give. Send some love out to D-Ware. I mean, he's he's gone into the Ring of Honor this year, the Hall of Fame. He's got a football life this year. He's got another documentary we did on him. I mean, he gets mentioned. He's he's getting mentioned. This is random players. Random players. Yeah, no. right. But I, I just, I'm saying on, that's your your guy. Show, on your show as a favorite player, I haven't heard that's anybody your, that's call your dude. the love. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. You know, he was, he was great. Uh, what else you got? Uh, so uh, another cowboy that kind of gets floated under the radar that I wanted to send a shout out. Don't to say Dexter Emmett Coakley. Smith, okay? Don't say Emmett Smith. <laughs> no, Dexter Coakley. Coakley, love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then my prediction for the weekend uh, for tomorrow, I got thirty-one fourteen, uh, and Dax wearing his ball cap by the fourth quarter again. So I'll let you go. Great show, Nick. Nice. I don't know if thirty-one fourteen will put Dak in the ball cap. Maybe. I mean. That's still, I mean, that's, everyone's got 31 here. I, I've got the Cowboys scoring a lot more than that. Dexter Coakley, interesting story there. I know we're running close on time here. We've got one more caller to get. Dexter Coakley, though, is the prime example of, if you want to make the Pro Bowl, play well in this game. Because he was a good player, and he's made some plays. But the 99 game, that's one of my favorites also on Thanksgiving. Jimmy Johnson's in town. Jimmy Johnson's coaching the Dolphins. Cowboys get five interceptions on Dan Marino, shut him out, 20 to nothing. Two of those interceptions were Dexter Coakley, uh, and one of them he returned for a touchdown. And after that game, it was, yeah, okay, this guy needs to be in the Pro Bowl, and he did. He makes the Pro Bowl, and I think he made it two other times. But they had five picks that day. Coakley had two. Dion had two. Don't remember the other one. 
Uh, Rocket Ismail with a long touchdown. It was a lot of fun there. That, that game was really cool. They beat the Dolphins 20 to nothing. All right. Chris in San Angelo, Texas. You'll probably be our last caller. Chris, what's up? Hey. Hey, I'm doing well. Good to good to talk to you, Nick. Yeah. Um, uh, I just had a had a, a memory, and I know it's one that hadn't been talked about yet. Not my favorite one, but it's the but it's one I remember is the Leon Lett trying mm. to recover the fumble. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't a fumble, actually. Yeah. And then, uh, and then uh, as far as something that I'm actually thankful for. I'm actually thankful for y'all's podcast. Oh, thank because you. Quick, quick story behind that. Um, my dad, he passed away about three years ago. Oh, and before, no, that, but before that happened, like the last two years of his life, he was, you know, he was getting a lot of bad news. I kind of turned him on to the uh, podcast that y'all had there. Really? And so he started watching them like every day. And so that gave us with me, whenever I called them, it wasn't all like bad news. It was like, Hey, did you see Nick and Derek on the break? Yeah. It's like, and so it gave us a little escape from, you know, the otherwise bad news. So I appreciate that. And my score prediction, I think it's going to be kind of close. I think, Probably Cowboys thirty-one to twenty-four. Thirty-one. All right, that's uh, that's great, Chris, and I, I appreciate the call and appreciate those the um, the story there. You know, sometimes, you know, sometimes we, you you forget that. You know, you you forget kind of what's on the other side. You're just sitting in a room here, and and you have a headset on, and you're talking to people, or you know, talking to fans, or, or whatever. But you you kind of forget who you're reaching to and, and, and what's going on in their life. And, and, and also, you know, and I think it's a good thing too, because, you know, the, that's where you get the real stuff. You know, you're not even worried about what you're saying or what you're doing. You're just kind of talking, you're talking football. And I think that's what people appreciate, but it's great to hear stories like that. Um, not the ending of course of that story, but um, yeah, that's, that's a, that's a touching one, especially here. This week, Thanksgiving, when it's all about family, and to be able to do that, and um, when you don't even you don't even expect it, um, it, it means a lot for you to say that. And and I hope you know, again, you don't we don't think about that kind of stuff. You don't think talking football and all that can can have that kind of effect. But but sometimes it, it's just anything. It's anything positive to take your mind off of good news, you know bad news or good news or, or whatever. Uh, just kind of puts things in perspective. So um, I know I'm rambling there, but that one that one kind of hits home with me um, a lot there. So uh, I appreciate the call there. That's a great one to end on, and it's a great you know segue for me to say Happy Thanksgiving to you guys. This has been a really really fun show that I've been able to do here. Um, you know, starting this training camp, and I feel like it's getting better and better. I, I enjoy it. It's my favorite part of the day to be able to talk to you guys. And, and tell stories and hear your stories and just talk football. So uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody and their families. We appreciate all the calls today. That last caller from San Angelo, Texas, was the first call from Texas here today. Usually we have a ton. We didn't. We Virginia and Florida with two each. Uh, but that's a perfect example, you guys, spreading the love 
from all over the country here, America's team, and sometimes beyond that as well. So happy Thanksgiving. Uh, we will be back on uh, Monday. We will we'll be off the Thursday and Friday of this week. We'll be back Monday. We'll be talking about the Cowboys in, in Washington, but also another game coming up here uh, with Seattle uh, in a few days. So we're going to have to squeeze that in as well. So for Chris Beam, I'm Nick Eatman. Happy Thanksgiving. We will see you guys on Monday at Cowboys Storyline. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?